On Monday, Najib Razak wasn't able to get time off to attend Parliament, but today he managed to get a small leeway. Judge Naslan allowed the Pekan MP an extended lunch break to sit in for a briefing for opposition members at the Dewan Rakyat. But the judge also decreed that court would end half an hour later than usual today. Najib's lawyers are also filing an appeal at the higher courts to allow him to be exempt from trial until this parliament sitting ends on July 18th. By the Malaysian Insight, this is The People vs. Najib Razak. Follow us into the courtroom where it all happens. I'm Patrick Teo. Najib stepped out of his car on day 32 of the SRC International Trial in a metallic rust-coloured suit paired with a brown tie. Two women waited for him at the lobby. They shook hands with the former Prime Minister but did not follow as he walked into court with his aides. Proceedings began at 9.15am without any setbacks, with Najib in the dock with his two pillows and Subo, the prosecution's 42nd witness and ex-SRC director, back on the stand for the fourth day. Najib's lawyer Harvey started through six hard-copy documents bearing Subo's signature. Yesterday, lead counsel Shafi had claimed that these were forged. Attorney General Tommy Thomas objected, saying it had not been established that they were forgeries. Harvey took his point and moved on to compare the signatures on those documents with samples Subo had given. Prompted by Harvey, Subo reiterated that he was not aware of transactions between SRC and its subsidiary, Gandingan Mentari, and that any action he had taken in his capacity as SRC's director was at the behest of its CEO, the now-missing Nick Faisal. When he was in SRC, Subo never knew who the management were. They were scanty people, he said, prompting laughter in the courtroom. Harvey then asked Subo if he needed a break. Subo replied that he didn't, as he was still sharp and able to focus. Harvey told the judge that he needed a break, and Judge Naslan granted a 10-minute recess. After the break, Harvey asked the witness if he knew why Nick Faisal's tenure as SRC CEO was cut short in 2014. Subo said that it was because the board was unhappy with Nick Faisal, but sounded unsure. At this point, UMNO party president Ahmad Zaid Hamidi, who was once Najib's right-hand man, entered the courtroom alone and sat in the public gallery but not before giving photographers outside the courtroom a hearty thumbs-up and a wide smile. He stayed in the courtroom for about 15 minutes and then left. Najib seemed unaware and did not turn around to acknowledge his former colleague. 
Zaid himself faces a whopping 87 charges for criminal breach of trust, money laundering and corruption. Yvonne will tell us more. Harvey brought out minutes of an SRC meeting when the board of directors had expressed disappointment with Nick Faisal for misrepresenting the company's financial accounts, which they only found out about through media reports. Subo said that Nick Faisal had been responsible for misleading the board and confirmed that Ashar Osman Khairuddin took over as SRC's CEO starting September 1, 2014. However, that didn't mean Nick Faisal was gone. He still held his position as executive director in SRC. Harvey then went through SRC's bank accounts, specifically an M-Bank account ending with 736. Subo said he was not aware that this account existed and called it a secret account. The witness said there was no way he could have signed to approve any money movements in this account because he didn't know about it. He did confirm that on August 29, 2011, the company received 2 billion ringgit from KWAP in four tranches of 500,000 ringgit each. He said that the money went out in three tranches on the same day, but he does not know where. Subo agreed with Harvey's suggestion that this was a fraud. Nick Faisal had briefed the board after the money had already gone out. The lawyer described Nick Faisal as someone with no clout, flouting his power. Subo agreed, but added he didn't know what motivated him. Harvey replied, we will see when he comes. As lunchtime drew closer, Shafi stood up to ask the judge to allow Najib to attend a parliamentary briefing, saying he will be back in court by 2.45pm. Without objection from the prosecution, Judge Nazlan agreed, but said proceedings will be extended by 30 minutes. Shafi also informed the court that they are filing an appeal in both the federal and appellate court to allow Najib, who is Pekan MP, to fulfil his statutory duty as a member of parliament. On Monday, the judge had dismissed a request by Najib to attend parliament, which is currently in session. The court broke for lunch and the former PM left in his black sedan. In Parliament, reporters caught up with Najib. Here's a snippet. He spoke in Malay. Kalau kita istihad sebahagian daripada punca pendapatan bukan sumber ahli parlimen. Misalnya kalau kita seorang lawyer ke seorang arkitek ke apa ke, kita ada punca daripada sumber-sumber lain. Jadi kalau sumber lain itu masuk tu dalam satu account, lepas itu declare sebagai istihad sebagai aset, dia tak adil. In brief, Najib said he didn't agree with the government's motion to require members of parliament to publicly declare their assets. He said this would be unfair because some MPs get their income from doing professional work. He said that any declaration should be only based on what the MP receives as his or her parliamentary allowance and that declaring their assets could put an MP in harm's way. At exactly 2.45pm, the black sedan pulled in at the court porch. With his jacket off due to the warm weather, Najib hurriedly made his way into court. 
three holes, Ballyman. Okay, good, good. Harvey resumed his cross-examination. Yvonne will give you details. Subo agreed with the lawyer's suggestion that the September 13, 2011 meeting where Nick Faisal had briefed the SRC board about transferring 1.8 billion ringgit out of the 2 billion ringgit loan from KWAP to overseas accounts was a farce. The money had been transferred out a month before in August. Harvey showed the witness several other bank transactions involving SRC. Suboh maintained that he had no idea any of this was going on and said maybe the other directors transferred the money out without his knowledge. Then the lawyer showed Suboh a document that had no letterhead, which he said had resulted in the drawdown of the second 2 billion ringgit loan from KWAP. The witness said that he thinks he had signed it under Nick Faisal's instructions and not the board's. Before wrapping up, Harvey showed Subo SRC Board's meeting minutes from February 24, 2014, where former SRC Chairman Ismi Ismail had said that he wanted Nick Faisal to bring back the money that had been transferred overseas. Subo confirmed this, saying that Nick Faisal had remained on the board despite stepping down as CEO for this purpose. Nick Faisal never did. Court adjourned at 5.30pm and will resume on July the 8th. This podcast is produced, written and mixed by Revati Supramaniam, Yappik Kwan, Yvonne Lim and Ravin Palanisami. Additional reporting by Timothy Acharyam and Bede Hong. I'm Patrick Teo.